Welcome to Life According to Jess. I am your host, Jessica Anderson, and today I'm going to tell you the story of my first pregnancy. It was a rough one, not gonna lie. When I was young, I always envisioned having a lot of kids. I said that I wanted about six kids or at least four, and I had grown up with four siblings in my home as well as a few others outside the home. And I knew the joy of always having someone around to play with or to work with, and that's what I wanted for my own family. That all changed when I was pregnant with my first child. So we started trying to have kids. It took a while for us to get pregnant, and I had been having irregular menstrual cycles due to a a pituitary tumor that I have. And so I would test and a lot of them came back negative and then I would find that my period was just a little bit late. So Christmas morning comes and I was just a, a week, about a week late on my cycle And I thought to myself, you know, if there's ever ever a good time to find out that you're pregnant, Christmas morning is probably the time. It was just my husband and I because we couldn't afford to travel that year to see any family for Christmas. And we were so excited to find out that I was pregnant. Before we found out, I had been very tired, very emotional, sore, but nothing had added up into my head because I was pretty used to getting negative pregnancy tests back. Uh, And then all the dots lined up finding out that I was pregnant. From there, things got pretty rough. I was throwing up every day. I was very, very sick. Didn't feel like I could do very much. Nothing sounded good. I would occasionally get a really severe craving. And if I didn't get that, then I would cry. (laughs) And... uh, so that's how like the first half of my pregnancy went was I was just throwing up every single day and during this time I was also getting very severe migraines I get migraines anyway but when you're pregnant you can take so much less medication so it was really difficult to manage there was a couple of times where I just laid in bed feeling like this migraine is so severe I probably should go to the hospital but feeling like if I moved my head was going to explode and so I just would lay there I would take Tylenol use ice packs you know and just try to endure these really terrible migraines I also became very sore 
pretty early on. The way that my body carries is all out in front. So pretty much from the time that I become pregnant, my clothes start to get too tight in certain areas and it's very uncomfortable. And I was wearing maternity clothes in the first trimester. And with my second pregnancy, it it was like, you know, four weeks in, things weren't fitting very well. So I just, I was so uncomfortable. We were in an apartment too that didn't have AC and so it was very hot. I found out I was pregnant on Christmas but then my daughter was born late later in the summer so I went through the entire spring and summer being very hot. Uh, luckily we were able to get some window units later on into my pregnancy but it's very very warm and we were up uh, a couple flights of stairs as well so it was a chore getting out of the apartment and we only had one car so there wasn't many places I could go when I hit about 33 weeks along I started to get very itchy in my stretch marks on my stomach And it started out just as a few little red dots. uh, But very quickly, within a few days, just turned into these huge purplish rashes that had spread all over my stomach and legs. And I even had rash going down my, my arms. And it was one of the hardest things that I dealt with during... The pregnancy. There was n- pretty much nothing that I could do to alleviate the itching. I would lay in bed stripped of all of my clothes and just wear ice packs on my skin to try to numb the itchiness because I had tried every cream. They had given me a steroid cream. I was taking oatmeal baths and using this pine tar soap that was recommended online. Um, it's a, it's called pups, this rash, and I would not wish that on anyone. It was miserable. It, I couldn't sleep because I was so itchy and uncomfortable, and I would just go from the shower where I would use the oatmeal uh, the oatmeal body wash and the pine tar soap to the bed with the ice packs and I would lay in bed playing games online with my mom just to try and distract myself. Uh, there was one time I was having such a rough day and My husband came home early from work and surprised me with a bunch of flowers and I was just standing in the shower and I started crying and there were so many times where I was like, I just, I don't know how much longer I can do this. This is miserable. And I went to my doctor and was going, you know, every, every week at that point, I think, and there wasn't much that they could do for me, but they started to record some high blood pressure readings and I I actually ended up going into the hospital because I was having 
false labor they were they were they, they were actually contractions but they were able to stop them with an IV and some medication because it was a little early this was at 36 weeks so week 37 comes along and my family was in town for a reunion which was really nice and my mom decided to stay with me rather than go to the reunion that was in another state and she came with me to my appointment that week we went in I was hoping maybe they would strip the membranes or say that I could be induced soon because I was just so ready to have this baby out of me but they sent me home and on the way home and this was an hour drive my my doctor was an hour away from where I lived on the way home they called me and they said hey you have had high blood pressure readings for the last three visits that you've come in and so we would like to induce you tonight in three hours and so I rushed home I had to grab my bags pick up my husband and head back to the hospital and I also grabbed something to eat all within that three hours and two of the hours were the travel time and we we checked in to the hospital I got a terrible migraine that night from all the stress and the excitement and the pain and lack of sleep it was just a big concoction of migraine material and they started the pitocin I opted to get an epidural because I was just so exhausted from not from having not slept with this pups rash that I had had and with the migraine that I had and unfortunately the epidural didn't work and so I was feeling all of the contractions I was exhausted um, they would come in and check me and I wasn't progressing very quickly I was just trying to get through it I actually beat my husband in a game of Tetris while I was in labor but it was a great distraction from all the pain that I was in and after 16 hours of labor I had only progressed to a five and they came in and told me that with every contraction my daughter's heartbeat was dropping and that they felt that they needed to go in for an emergency c-section and luckily while I was pregnant I had actually talked to one of my husband's cousins she had had c-sections and she had been surprised about getting a c-section so she said I wish I had known what it was going to be like so she had told me kind of the rundown of what would happen if it came to a c-section and I remember thinking back on that conversation with her and feeling much calmer about saying that I was okay with getting a c-section. I was just ready to have my daughter here safely and to be able to have the time to rest. So they took me back, they 
got my husband prepped to be able to be in there with me. And as they did the local anesthetic, it only worked on half of my lower body. So they would prick me and on one side, I couldn't feel anything. And on the other side, I could feel it. And they tried a little bit more and same thing, it wasn't working. So they had to put me under general anesthesia and my husband wasn't allowed to be in there with me. And it was such a whirlwind of an experience. I feel like I was so out of it from the exhaustion and the pain and everything that was going on that I was just like, okay, whatever you have to do. And then when I woke up, I had to wait to be able to see my daughter because they were running some tests and checking her vitals and and all of that. And it just was not at all the experience that I had anticipated from the very beginning. The rough pregnancy, the way that the delivery went, having an emergency C-section, going through labor and feeling like my body isn't functioning the way that I'd like it to. And it was it was kind of hard to get over that whole experience. I I'll talk I'll do I'm going to do a part 2 about the the postpartum about everything postpartum that we dealt with because that was also pretty crazy. But just the, the overall experience, when I got out of it, I was like, I don't know that I can do this again. I don't know if I can have another baby. And the, the plan that I had had before having my daughter was that I wanted kids about two years apart, you know, about four to six children. And suddenly that just did not seem like it was going to work for me and that has been something that's been hard to overcome and to deal with all of the emotions that come with a change of expectations and it has also been hard to watch those around me who go through pregnancy and have an easier time. I do not wish the experience that I had on anyone else. I sympathize with anyone who has to go through these types of things, especially pups. But I have wondered what things would be like had I had an easier time. The difficulty of it all doesn't hit me as hard now. I'm several years in. I've had a second pregnancy that wasn't at all as hard as my first pregnancy. It was, there were some similarities, like I still got pretty sick. I, but it was a different, it it was different. With my daughter, I was throwing up every day, every single day, but it wasn't a lot. And it went through about halfway through my pregnancy. With my son, I didn't throw up every day, but when the days that I did throw up, which were every couple of days, 
I was throwing up multiple times, so I was really sick on those days where it affected me. I still got the really terrible migraines, but I knew to expect them, which made it a little bit easier to handle. With my second pregnancy, I had a toddler that I was looking after, which made it a lot more difficult on the days that I felt bad. But it also made the time fly a lot faster because I was so busy taking care of another child. I was also able to schedule a C-section for my son's birth. And that was a completely relaxed experience. And I healed a lot better from that C-section than I did from my first. I was in much less pain than with my first. So that, that experience made it a little easier to consider having another child if I wanted one. But there was also the lingering worry of, am I going to get pups again? It's not very common, but it could happen. Or the fear leading up to the C-section and what it would be like and would I have to be put under again. And so there was just a lot of additional worry of the things that I might experience and some of which were some of the worst things that I've physically experienced in my life with just the the intensity and how prolonged it was and the the sleep deprivation from it. Anyway, I I know that it can be scary for especially pregnant women to hear other pregnant women's horror stories from pregnancy and delivery. But I wanted I just wanted to share my experience for those who are maybe suffering and maybe pregnancy and delivery aren't what you anticipated or that it, it wasn't as beautiful of, of an experience as you hoped for. Not that there wasn't good in my pregnancy because it was it was amazing to feel my babies move around and to know that I was expanding our family and about to have this little person um, to take care of and something that has been my dream my whole life. But the experiences that I had were such trials for me that it really tainted most of my experience, which is unfortunate. And I know how lonely I felt. And so I just hope that this can comfort any of you who have gone through a hard time or maybe give you a little more compassion to those who do experience a hard time. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe if you'd like to hear more episodes and I'll catch you guys in the next one.